Welcome to Today's Issues, offering a Christian response to the issues of the day. Here's your host, Tim Wildman, President of the American Family Association. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Today's Issues on the American Family Radio Network. Thank you for listening. I'm Tim Wildman with Fred Jackson. Good morning, Fred. Good morning. Great to be here again. Chris Woodward. Hello. Thank you for having me again. All right. So the plan is to have Dr. Dr. Peter McCullough on as our guest uh, in the next few minutes. We've invited him on to talk about COVID and the vaccines uh, and Etc. He um, is an internist, cardiologist, epidemiologist. Got it. uh, And professor of medicine at Texas Christian University and the University of North Texas Health Sciences Center School of Medicine. I'll tell you what. He's a medical expert. He is a medical expert. And we've invited him on. He said yes. uh, So we're anticipating uh, him being on, but. You know how doctors are? They get they get calls to the hospital, right? That's right. Things happen. So if we have him on, great. And if he's not able to be on today, we will reschedule him. But anyway, I thought he would be good to have on because um, he, he has some uh, things to say, Fred, that you're not hearing much in, right. the, in the mainstream media. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, one of his concerns is that during the testing of these vac- various vaccinations, the three main ones that we've been talked about, uh, the, the companies, Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson, did not test with pregnant women. In other words, they weren't part of the testing subjects. And Dr. McCullough says there's a reason for that. And one of his concerns is that the CDC is not out there advising pregnant women do not have these vaccinations or women who are planning to get pregnant in the very near future. So that's one of the things that we, if we have Dr. McCullough on, that we'd like to talk to him about one of his concerns. And of course, as other medical experts have said, you know, kids, little kids, do they really need to get vaccinated? Uh, Right from the get-go, we were told, the American public was told that young people, uh, kids, are for the most part, uh, if they do get COVID, they're going to have a sniffle. They'll have mild flu symptoms, something of that nature. So that's also one of the things that that he has been out there talking about. And of course, some of the medical establishment have uh, have different points of view on that, and it's made Dr. McCullough somewhat controversial in certain circles. Uh, but I look forward to the conversation with him. Yeah, as do I. So hopefully, we'll have him on today. If not, again, we will. Reschedule. He's been on with um, Tucker Carlson. He's been on with uh, R. Ingram. Yes. And others. Yes. All right. Well, a couple of months ago, I wrote a column about uh, Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida, in which I referred to him as a rock star. <laughs> and I think he's his his hits keep on coming. They sure do. <laughs> yes. And uh, Chris, you want to tell us? 
the latest uh, one that went to the top of the charts? Yeah, well, this one's called I'll Stand in the Way uh, <laughs> from Ron and the DeSantis family. Uh, I don't know if the kids play it instruments, like but Sly, maybe they do. Yeah. Sly and the Family Stone. What was the name of that group? Sly and the Family Stone. Okay, mm-hmm. gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Well, this one uh, involves Governor DeSantis uh, weighing in on something the Biden administration, uh, the president himself, as well as White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki have said this week. The Biden administration has made the statement that governors and other leaders, if you're not going to help us, then get out of the way. And Governor DeSantis, speaking about this yesterday to a crowd in Florida, said that he will stand in the way of the Biden administration putting all sorts of restrictions on people and schools and businesses. Clip two. Joe Biden suggests that if you don't do lockdown policies, then you should, quote, get out of the way. But let me tell you this. If you're coming after the rights of parents in Florida, I'm standing in your way. If you're trying to restrict people impose mandates if you're trying to ruin their jobs and their livelihoods and their small business if you are trying to lock people down i am standing in your way and i'm standing for the people of florida so why don't you do your job why don't you get this border secure and until you do that i don't want to hear a blip about covid from you now you know some people are criticizing the governor here but as you heard from the crowd people did applaud uh, no, the, if there. the governor and the president were playing one-on-one basketball, right there was a tomahawk dunk over the top of Biden, yes. the president. Are you getting the metaphor here? Yes. It, now, I don't think the governor or Biden could jump probably two inches. Well, Biden needs to put down the vanilla cone to play basketball. I don't know. Yes. I haven't seen the governor jump, but <laughs> yes. But here's the, here's the situation. What the governor was specifically referring to is that Biden came out the other day. Let me adjust my microphone here. There's some people wishing I wouldn't. I know, probably. Is that is that good? We're having a live on air technical difficulty. Pardon our progress. Which are which is which is within our control. Yeah. <laughs> technical difficulties beyond our control. We would tell you, but this is just simple adjusting of the microphone. Now, Biden went after specifically texas and florida Mm -hmm. yes yesterday right yes or two days ago saying one third of the new cases of covid are in these two states uh so he's blaming the governors basically the republican governors the red states uh one thing he didn't say by the way biden those two states are the second third most our largest states population wise in the country so you put that in perspective mm-hmm. when you when you say when you talk about those uh, high percentage of new cases coming from those states. Secondly, uh, what DeSantis was talking about there, the governor of, of Florida, he's saying, Fred, to 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 President Biden, don't talk to me about COVID when you're letting uh, hundreds of thousands of people flow over our border unvaccinated. Uh, no testing. They got all like bringing all kind of stuff in from a hundred different countries. He just opened the border wide open. Mm-hmm. So until you get that under control, which is your job, Mr. President, right. yes, don't talk to me about our our situation in Florida. Yeah, so. I, I think basically what Governor DeSantis was says saying to, to Joe Biden, "You're a hypocrite. You're a lecture. You're attempting. And he is. And you're attempting to lecture Florida, right? And and Texas and." This is all politics. Mm-hmm. Uh, he sees you know, DeSantis may be on the ticket in 2024. 
Uh, a lot of people are talking that way. So this is political. This is Joe Biden. This is Jen Psaki being very political about it. But I thought it was incredible that uh, that DeSantis yesterday pointed out the reality of what Joe Biden's border crisis is all about. And it is a border crisis. McAllen, Texas, somebody was mentioning some figures there uh, to me this morning. Uh, in one week, there were 7,000 uh, that came across the border, and they all claim they're declaring asylum. They want asylum. Of the 7,000 that were tested, close to 2,000 of them tested positive for COVID. Know what they were told to do? Quarantine for two days and then go and then come back for right. your court date in two right. or three years. Which they, many of them don't show up for. Which many of them don't show up. But quarantine for two days. Now everybody else told quarantine for two weeks. Right. Quarantine for two days. Then the Biden administration is putting them on buses, right. putting them on airplanes. Right. Sending and, them all over the country. And sending them all over the country. That is where the pandemic all is. All the while telling Americans to mask up, yes. uh, get, get uh, mm-hmm. vaccinated. It's your patriotic stay, duty. You know, stay, in, stay at home, all these things. Yes, yes. And also putting restrictions on people who are coming here from other countries. Uh, foreign um, tourists, I guess you could say, are people here coming in for business from around right. the world. Apparently there's going to be an announcement today. I was reading somewhere this morning from the Biden administration that almost everyone coming into the country from other parts of the world who are coming into Kennedy Airport, Chicago, they're going to have to prove that they're vaccinated. There you go again. Right. People coming in right. through the border by the thousands. Right. If you Basically what he's saying is, Chris, is the president is saying, for all you people who come here legally, yes. you need to be you need to show your vaccination mm-hmm. papers. Uh-huh. If you want to come here uh, undocumented, as they call it, you're good. Yeah. We just need a two-day quarantine and um, we'll, we'll we'll ship you around the right. country well this is the same president that says voter id is racist and wrong but you need to show me proof that you're vaccinated yeah. i need to see yeah. your medical history it's interesting did you see the boston mayor yes i have that audio okay the the, uh, yes. the, the, the mayor of boston massachusetts a democrat mm-hmm. a liberal yes. democrat and uh, she is uh, responding to they, they ask her what about uh, Mayor de Blasio uh, requiring people in New York City to show proof of vaccination in order to eat out, go to the gym, or enjoy? Are they really going to have to do that in New York? That's what Mayor de Blasio, until a court says he can't. That's what is okay. Now, be the so rule. what did she tell us about this mayor? Yeah, so a news outlet WCVB caught up with acting Mayor Kim Janey, the first African American mayor of Boston, the first female mayor of Boston, to say, hey. New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio is requiring people to show proof of vaccination to go out and enjoy the Big Apple. What are you going to do here in Boston? And acting Mayor Janey compared the idea of show us your papers to slavery and birtherism. Clip four. There's a long history in this country of people needing to show their papers during slavery, post-slavery, uh, as recent as, you know, what the immigrant population has to go through here. Uh, we heard Trump with the birth certificate nonsense. Here, we want to make sure that we are not doing anything that would further create a barrier for residents. Now, the mayor, acting mayor Kim Janney there, does plan to run full-time for mayor. And as you might expect, opponents uh, running against her for mayor She's have said this is not full-time now? Was she, she half-time? Is not. She replaced Marty Walsh. Marty Walsh was mayor of Boston, who President Biden nominated to be Secretary of Labor. Gotcha. And so, when so she, right now she's interim. Yes. Okay. What do you think about what she said there, Fred? 
she uh, she has maybe different reasons for opposing the. Uh, what do you call this? Uh, it's kind of like a it's kind of like a driver's license you got to have. It's a vaccine license that you everybody's going to have. It's a vaccine to, passport. Yeah, best vaccine passport. Uh, and she's saying no, not going to do it. But she's citing history, and she's right, I guess. Uh, for black Americans back during pre-civil rights. And show, show me your papers. That, that's exactly what she's saying. Stacey Washington was on Fox and Friends saying she understands where the mayor is coming from right. on this, that these kinds of restrictions, in other words, show me your papers, uh, that you're making a group of people uh, and stigmatizing those who, for various Americans, reasons. Americans, we're talking about Americans. Yes, don't want to take the vaccine. Right. And you're telling those people who don't want to take the va- the vaccines, you're somehow a lower group of people, and we're going to take away the privileges that everybody else has. Right. And she's saying we're not doing that in Boston. And we're not she, going to do that in Boston. As long as she's mayor. That's right. I guess. Interesting. Yep. Uh, have you heard? Have you guys heard of any other places in the country uh, that's, that are going to do what de Blasio is saying he's going to do in the city of New York? That's just in the city of New York. What about California? I would imagine L.A. is at least considering the idea, but that's just... But there's even backlash in California, even in Los Angeles, against shutting down again and these kinds of vaccine passports. Do do you know, do you guys know here? I'm just asking here because I... uh, Oh, so so I want to... My wife and I want to go out and eat in in New York or not that I'm going there anytime soon (laughs) because I... I enjoy living. That's right. right? Uh, uh, but uh, if I were to go to New York City and I were not uh, assaulted and was able to go into the Olive Garden. There, make it to the restaurant. <laughs> I was able to go into the Olive Garden before the kitchen was raided and looted. Uh, would I have to say, would, would they have to, under this de Blasio plan, would they, would the uh, greeter, you walk in, they say, yes, uh, how many in your party, too? Mm-hmm. They say, can I see your vaccination papers? Is that what we're talking yes. about? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Really? Even to go to the gym yep. or to go to the Madison Square Garden to see the Knicks game. Yep. Wow. So basically, to live your life in mm-hmm. New York, you're going to have to have vaccination papers. Uh, papers how's this gonna do you know how this is gonna work is this gonna be something you carry in your wallet uh yeah i think um, there's you're you're basically gonna be i think uh they're wanting to do it with maybe smartphones now have they done it already or is this an idea that's been proposed it is it is going to take effect i'm not sure if it is in effect but it is in the coming days yeah i i didn't hear grocery stores mentioned that's true which is kind of odd apparently the, look it up. apparently the virus can tell if you're sitting in a restaurant or going down the aisle of your favorite grocery well, store. Look, you know, a year ago here in our state, uh, if you went to a liquor store, uh, you wouldn't get COVID. But if you went to church, yeah. You, so it's not even just liberal areas. It's it's been a lot of traditionally mm-hmm. red areas uh, that have had these bizarre. You know, you can get COVID <clears throat> here, but not there kind of mindset. Well, interesting. Liberal mayor of interim mayor of Boston says no to. Mm-hmm. Uh, vac- vaccine passports, uh, vaccine license, what I would call them. So, all right, next story. Well, uh, this could very well have been the lead story. Now we have uh, landlords and uh, real estate groups going to court against the Biden administration because President Biden, admitting that it's probably illegal, but it's worth it anyway, uh, extended the CDC, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's 
moratorium on evictions. So a lot of landlords now are saying, hey, look, our rights are being ignored. We own property. People aren't paying us. We can't evict them. You're hurting our property rights. And as a result, they're suing here. All of this kind of goes back to CDC Director Rochelle Walensky, who Tucker Carlson took to task last night. Uh, Tucker says unelected bureaucrat Walensky is now making laws and taking people's can, personal property. Just before property. we play this clip, can I quote to you what <laughs> Rochelle Walensky, the head of the CDC, put out yesterday? All right. The U.S. Centers for Disease and Control is issuing a new order temporarily halting evictions in counties with heightened levels of community transmission in order to respond to recent unexpected developments directory of the COVID-19 pandemic. The CDC doesn't have a constitutional right to order no. Americans to do anything. No. No. And this is what Tucker Carlson is talking about. Is this a good idea? Of course not. It's totalitarian. But there's an even more pressing question at the center of this, a principle, a principle that defines what kind of country this is and what kind of country it will be going forward. And the question is this, where did Rochelle Walensky get the power to do this, to suspend private property rights in America? And the answer is, she simply asserted the power. Walensky claims she had the authority and no one stopped her from exercising it. This morning, she signed an official-looking order declaring that her opinion is now the law, and so it is the law. But wait, you say, that doesn't seem very American. Shouldn't somebody vote on this? If we're going to continue to pretend this is a democracy, and you hear that on television constantly, then shouldn't our elected lawmakers make the laws? No, and they're not going to. Nancy Pelosi has refused to call a vote on the matter, and she runs the Congress. She decides. Meanwhile, most Republicans haven't said a word about it. And that means that an unelected college professor you'd never heard of six months ago is now in charge of your country. Um, I think this will be reversed uh, by the, in, in the court, yes. in, the, in the federal court. The Supreme Court basically has already ruled on this. Okay, let me reset this for those maybe who are a little confused about what's going on here. Mm-hmm. Early on... Uh, in the COVID response in our country, of course, we had a lot of things happen that were unprecedented, right? Because we didn't know how bad this was going to be. Uh, we didn't know how it was spread exactly. So there were a lot of things put in place early on that uh, in response to this, in response to the unknown. Well, remember, we, our whole country shut down. So people were out of work. and mm-hmm. People couldn't pay their rent. Uh, and so the uh, federal government borrowed a lot of money and dispensed a lot of money across the dispersed, I guess, dispersed or dispensed a lot of money across the country to help businesses. We all know about this, and people. Well, the one group evidently that was not helped were landlords. Y'all correct me if I'm wrong on, these, on, this, on this information. The landlords were told you cannot evict people. That's right. Because the because your renters don't have the money to pay you. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Okay. And that was supposed to be an emergency temporary situation. Although I would argue, quite frankly, that's not, in my, in my view, that that's not the business of the federal government or state governments to get involved in business transactions, uh, contractual transactions between private parties in the United States of America. But 
they did it. The government said you can't evict people. Well, that's been going on now for over a year. Mm -hmm. And the people who own apartments, people who own condos, the people who own houses that they rent out, they've been without income from their, from their, uh, tenants. That's right. And it was set to end. It was that end of July, Mm -hmm. end of July. That was set to end by the United States Supreme court. Yes. Well, what happened was the, uh, the far left squad and the far left of the Democrat party, uh, pressured the Biden administration and Biden caved. Even though Biden knows, as he said out loud, what I'm doing here is unconstitutional. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, probably going to be over. I don't think I have the yes. authority. Yeah. And so uh, he, he now Jensaki, the spokesperson for Biden and Biden, they're saying they're deferring to lawyers and they're deferring to uh, Rochelle Walensky. Walensky from the CDC. Right. Yes. So you have. Biden is saying that the CDC, I don't, he, basically the president of the United States is, go, is asking, uh, he's saying, you go ask the CDC whether uh, they want to extend the moratorium mm-hmm. on collection of rent. And that's what Tucker Carlson was saying about it. I just want to, I, I know I laid out probably what most people knew, yeah. but I want you to know what's going on here. You talk about the road to communism. Mm-hmm. And socialism, this is where this leads because what the far left in this country wants is per, is the federal government providing permanent income. Mm-hmm. They want the federal government providing permanent housing, give you a flat, give you a little food, and give you free uh, socialized medicine, mm-hmm. and everybody's going to be happy. Yeah. That's where they're headed with this. Yeah. The United States Supreme Court ruled a few months ago. Already ruled. To the Biden administration you cannot extend this moratorium on evictions beyond the end of July. If you want to do that, you must go to Congress and get the permission of Congress to do this. And Congress right. gave it to him to do. Because there, because what they ha- what's going on here, back to my earlier point, is you have the interference. Listen, I'm sorry, and nobody wants to see anybody uh, be evicted from their, from their home that they're renting or their apartment or whatever like this. That's sad. That's mm-hmm. terrible. That happens every day in America when people can't pay the rent. But what's also sad and terrible is when you have a business where you own apartments and people won't pay to stay there, and the government says you can't collect, and then you go bust. Right. Because you, busted. Cause you yeah. have mortgages on your property. Right. Exactly. And the banks are so, so, and so, the banks are wanting to collect. So to my point, this is why the federal government or the state government, in my opinion, has no has no business. Uh, to get involved in a in in a contractual agreement that two parties have already signed on to. Yeah. So, go ahead. Yeah. Chris. Well, you know, it's it's interesting because we had uh, how many times last year did we hear? Really, in the last four years, did we hear uh, Trump is a dictator? Uh, we're we're leading into authoritarianism or whatnot, and right. now we have literally that where somebody right. says right. we're going to do it this way. Right. Well, what happened here, too, uh, what's one of the most egregious parts of this is the squad and the far left, they uh, they sh- they shook up Biden in the White House, and they told him what to do. Yeah. And uh, so you, 
you, you know, people say, well, who's control? Who's in control of the White House? Well, it appears uh, the squad is, mm-hmm. uh, which is made up of the five or six uh, 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 left-wing Cor- radicals: Cortez, right. Bush, Talib, and that bunch. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, we shall return momentarily with more of today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. Hey, we need to get Governor Ron DeSantis on our program. That'd be great. That would be, yeah, we look. I will not stand in the way of that. We will work (laughs) on that. We'll be back momentarily. Stay with us. American Family Radio newscasts are now available as a podcast. I'm Rusty Pugh. I'm Steve Jordahl. Didn't catch the full story? Listen to the podcast. I'm Chris Woodward. I'm Chad Groening. Didn't have the radio on at the top of the hour? Listen to the podcast. I'm Charlie Bunch. And I'm Fred Jackson. Get accurate news from a Christian perspective whenever you want it with the American Family News podcast. You can also sign up for our daily news brief. Visit onenewsnow.com. What would it be like if every person knew that they were created in the image of God? After two years in the making, American Family Studios proudly presents In His Image, delighting in God's plan for gender and sexuality. There are only two sexes, male or female. If you're conceived with a Y chromosome, you will develop into a male. In His Image is a documentary featuring life-changing testimonies of former LGBT individuals. In my most formative years of development of sexuality, I went through a brutal time of uh, sexual distortion, molestation. Visit InHisImage.movie to watch In His Image. Well, everybody, welcome to this unboxing video as we unbox. My hormone blockers. In His Image from American Family Studios is available now for free viewing. Visit InHisImage.movie. You're made in the image of God. Hello, Americans. I'm Todd Stern. Stand by for news and commentary next. No matter your career goals, you want to find a university that provides excellent academics and state-of-the-art facilities at a price you can afford. At Liberty University, they believe a quality Christian education should be available to everyone. That's why they've frozen their tuition rates through the 2021-2022 academic year and offer multiple scholarships, like the Middle America Scholarship, to bring that price point even lower. Learn more by texting STARNS to the number 49596. Remember what the medical experts told us when the China virus first became national news? They needed to shut down the country for two weeks to flatten the curve. That was it, two weeks. So we all agreed to follow the advice of the experts. Two weeks became four weeks, then became six, and now nearly two years later, we are on the verge of yet another shutdown. Instead of herd immunity and flattening the curve, the medical experts are telling us we have to get vaccinated, even though we know the vaccine in many cases is not working. New York City is implementing a vaccine passport. If you don't show your papers, you won't be able to get a slice down at John's Pizza on Bleecker. And we are on the verge of yet another possible shutdown, sacrificing our freedom on the altar of public safety. The virus did not kill liberty. We the people did. Be sure to order a copy of my new book, Our Daily Biscuit, available right now at ToddSterns.com. 
This is a Decency Minute. I'm Bill Johnson. A UK study showed that obesity, not being vaccinated or unvaccinated, is the number one risk factor for serious complications with COVID, including death. Add to that a survivability rate of 99.99%, and one wonders why the Biden regime has decided to go door-to-door peddling a vaccine that doesn't even protect people from catching COVID. Striving to convince people that the vaccine is safe and available assumes that those who have decided to against COVID vaccination are uninformed, misinformed, or fearful. However, there are many who have objectively weighed the risks and decided that a so-called vaccine in which they don't know what the side effects will be in 10 years and from which they could still die from COVID isn't for them. Ask yourself, why is this shot so important to them? It obviously isn't due to health concerns. Don't react in fear. Think and then act. This is a Decency Minute. I'm Bill Johnson. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to His great mercy, He has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. 1 Peter 1.3 American Family Radio This is Today's Issues. Email your comments to comments at AFR.net. Past broadcasts of Today's Issues are available for listening and viewing in the archive at AFR.net. Now, back to more of today's issues. Yeah, I don't know if it was lost in the mail or what, but never got my invitation to former President Obama's birthday bash oh. at Martha's Vineyard. And, uh, they did scale it down after. Now, 600 folks were invited. Was that supposed to be tomorrow? Uh, it's today. Anyway, six hundred folks were plus were invited mm-hmm. to President Obama's sixtieth birthday bash, but he canceled it mm-hmm. yesterday. Yeah, they scaled it back, and basically because I think they didn't say this, but Peter Ducey raising the questions about it to Jen Psaki this week, I think really kind of forced him to well change plans. COVID, uh, you know, the Democrats are. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, Democrats, say, are immune. Democrats basically are saying no large gatherings and so forth. And here's, and, here's uh, something interesting. When Peter Ducey asked Jen Psaki about the big party earlier this week, the Obamas were planning, mm-hmm. she defended the Obamas. Now, that's mm-hmm. her former boss. She worked under the Obama administration. She said all the protocols have been followed. Right. Everything like, like everything is OK. right. right. So if that's the case, why did the Obamas cancel? That's true. It was a bad look. I'm still offended yeah. that Valerie Jarrett was asking people to chip in 6 to $60 to help pay for his birthday bash. <laughs> He's worth, what, $12 billion now? 70 $70 million. At, at Pardon me. 70 <laughs> He and Michelle themselves. I just, I've never, I never cease to be amazed by how much, how, how much these uh, far-left folks who are you know, decry wealth and mm-hmm. privilege. <laughs> they themselves, the wealthier they get, the more privilege right. they enjoy. The more they Listen, they like living on Martha's Vineyard. The people in Massachusetts in that are going to be catering that event are never going to see. They would love to have six to sixty dollars. This is like this is like when I heard Bernie Sanders had like three homes or something. He does, yeah. Huh? Uh, yeah. It's but not, it, I, that's America. People can yeah. have as many homes as they want to. I don't care. if. Barack Obama exactly. wants to invite 600 people to his birthday bash on Martha's mm-hmm. Vineyard. It's just the the 
it's just the the these people who are bashing they're they're constantly going against free enterprise and and uh, capitalism and how these things are bad and we need to be more socialist and yet it turns out they like money well, and they like privilege well that's one of the characteristics of communism the leaders right <laughs> the top the top yeah, folks you folks down there this is the way you're going to live I'm going to live up here because I'm a leader. You know, uh, you guys might not have heard about this or seen it, um, but a few weeks ago, whenever it was that Jeff Bezos and his brother and a couple of other people went into space, um, Senator Bernie Sanders, the independent who wants to pretend to be a Democrat when it's politically expedient, criticized Bezos, saying only the rich people can go to space. Hashtag tax the rich. But, like, here you are owning three homes. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I know. There's it's, people it's, in Vermont that don't like even own a home. It's like the Black Lives Matter lady, you know, one of their founders, you know. <laughs> Multi-millionaire. She, she, she learned how to milk the system and shake down. And now she has three big yeah. homes and a, a big a mansion out in uh, L.A. Oh, yeah. And all the, and the people who live in her town are all white. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and, you know, hey, Obama sounding the alarm over climate change. And sea level rise, but you're going to buy know. a ginormous house it, in Martha's Vineyard. It's all about the money. Yes. Follow yes. the money. Mm-hmm. There are very few folks on the left over there who are. I, I, uh, well, even uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Ocasio Cortez, the uh, representative from New York. Mm-hmm. Even she, she had her. She 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 had her uh, fancy car. Yes. That she bought oh, recently. Yeah. I was going to say that. Uh, Okay, if you want to be a socialist and you want to decry wealth and privilege, mm-hmm. then at least live like that. Yes, live with the little people all the time, mm-hmm. and don't uh, don't all of a sudden get rich and famous and wealthy, and then all of a sudden, and then you can't you can't live with the people you say you uh, are among. Mm-hmm. You know, you represent. So listen, the hypocrisy meter amongst uh, the AOCs, the Congresswoman Cory Bush, St. Louis. Is a big defund the police. We individual. have this audio. Yes. Yeah. Yet she spent seventy thousand dollars on personal security. She's a congresswoman from St. Louis. Yes. She's she's a, a Democrat and she's for defunding the police. Basically. Yes. She's also part of the reason why we just got the eviction moratorium extended. Right. Because mm-hmm. she camped out on Capitol Hill with AOC. So. But spent seventy thousand dollars for personal security so, for herself. Yeah. So so I make I want you to defund. Who's with me? Let's defund the police. All the while spending how much? $70,000. On her own private security. Yes. yes. We have the audio here. What, what are we about to hear, Chris? This is squad member Corey Bush, Democrat from Missouri, saying she's too important to go without security, so she hires private <laughs> oh, security. But you aren't as important, so you get nothing. Clip 11. I'm going to make sure I have security because I know I have had attempts on my life and I have too much work to do. There are too many people that need help right now for me to, to allow that. So if I end up spending 200000 if I spend 10, 10, 10 more dollars on it, you know what? I get to be here to do the work. So suck it up and defunding the police has to happen. We need to defund the police and put that money into social safety nets. Now... People may not oh, recall this. You can't make this, this up. This That's is a what Saturday is so, Night Live skit right yes, there. This is what is so great about the internet, okay? Because uh, within seconds, I was able to find Jen Psaki, the spokesman for the President of the United States, saying on June 28th that Republicans are the ones wanting to defund the police, and it's false to say that Democrats are in favor of it. We just heard her say defund the police. 
Oh, yeah. Excuse me, I got mid-popcorns there. Uh, listen, I don't know. What's wrong with the people of St. Louis electing somebody like that? Well, it's downtown St. Louis. I mean, but that's, still. I know. Come on. And what she's, what she's saying is uh, defund the police, put the people of St. Louis at risk by getting rid of the police, basically. But I'm, but I'm so important. I gotta have my own private security, and I don't care how much it costs. Yeah, she doesn't even see the rank hypocrisy of that. No, totally huh? oblivious. Totally oblivious to her. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that's it. And that, she knows. No, that, that 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 is a. That's that's a such a great quote. I, I would like to hear it again, Brent. I really would. Uh, this is this is a representative U.S. Corey representative Bush. Corey Bush. Mm-hmm. From St. Louis, Missouri, and here's how she answers the question about how can you be for defunding the police while you have your own private security detail. I'm going to make sure I have security because I know I have had attempts on my life and I have too much work to do. There are too many people that need help right now for me to, to allow that. So if I end up spending 200000 if I spend 10, 10, 10 more dollars on it, you know what? I get to be here to do the work. So suck it up and defunding the police has to happen. We need to defund the police and put that money into social safety nets. If a Republican said the phrase suck it up today about something... <laughs> People right. would be in the streets with torches and pitchforks. Also, uh, St. Louis is one of the most dangerous cities in America. Yes. yes. I mean, per capita, mm-hmm. I think it's like one or two in terms of uh, the murder rate. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so what does she say to her constituents in downtown? Suck it up, Fred. Suck yeah. it up. <laughs> hey, put up with Listen. the burglaries. Put up with the violence on there, our streets. There is bound to be an 80-year-old grandmother in a bad neighborhood somewhere in St. Louis right now that needs the cops to come and shut some right. stuff down with gangs and whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's move on to the next uh, topic. By the way, if you'd like to watch on the Internet, go to Facebook or YouTube and type in today's issues, and you can watch the show there, Facebook or YouTube. Uh, today's issues. Uh, also, the uh, email address is comments at afr.net. Comments at afr.net. Well, most Thursdays uh, when she's available and we can get Jan on, we like to have her, Jan Markell. She's the founder of Olive Tree Ministries and host of the radio program Understanding the Times, heard weekends here on American Family Radio. And uh, she joins us now from the Twin Cities. Good morning, Jan. Uh, good morning, Tim. Thank you for having me. Are you doing well? Oh, we're we're doing great up here. You know, we uh, okay. <clears throat> our air is extremely smoky from uh, the fires, in, well, all over, but Canada heavily. So uh, that's kind of a downer this summer because I think it's kind of record setting. So uh, oh, you mean the people f- with breathing issues? Yeah, the fire the fires uh, out west. In on the west coast and other, I guess at Canada and other places, you, uh, the jet streams caught them and they're in the Minnesota. Wow! Oh my, yes, uh, even much further east than Minnesota, but yeah. very, very heavy here. Yeah. So if you go outside your house right now, you can smell it. Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> it's very hazy. You really can hardly see the sun. Um, we need to be praying for this. Uh, you know, they're good people who are caught in, in this this terrible situation, right. either both in the U.S. and in Canada, and it's, it's just simply yeah. record-setting. And, and I think it's a warning from God. I, I do I think it's probably 
kind of an end time apocalyptic uh, apocalyptic type situation. But it's it's I mean it's just a warning that um, of course during the tribulation um, things seem to be much much worse uh, at that time. Of course the church is absent from that, but nonetheless I just think we need to be praying for folks who are caught in this. Jan, it's Fred here. Uh, we've been talking the last few minutes on the program today about vaccine mandates and vaccine passports in New York City. The mayor there, de Blasio, has already said that uh, you're going to have to prove that you're vaccinated if you want to come and eat in a restaurant, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, We hear these kinds of things and we think about uh, communist countries, China and Russia. Uh, But from a biblical perspective, uh, your thoughts on vaccine mandates and what they might mean for the future. Well, interesting that you ask. This weekend, I'm I'm featuring Twyla Brace on my my radio program, Understanding the Times, and this is what we're going to. This is what we're talking about: is <clears throat> um, can can the government do this, or maybe the government won't do this, but the government will put pressure on industry, such as airlines, um, other kinds of industries, restaurants, etc. To to you know you. Uh, no shot, no service. It kind of comes down to that. Um, and there have been, as Twyla and I bring out in the programming, almost a half million very unfortunate incidents in the U.S., and those are the reported ones. What about all the unreported incidents of people getting the vaccine and having anything from um, death to a stroke to a heart attack to blood clotting? And I could go on and on. Um so I just think <clears throat> folks need to, um, uh, and by the way, she provides resources, and I, I think you feature Twyla on American Family Radio. She provides resources for people to go to and then submit to their employers <clears throat> so that they don't have to be kind of forced to take this vaccine um, and, and be forced in, into this mandate situation. Where is this going? I really don't know, but I am sort of now suspecting a worst-case scenario, both in America and Canada, as it concerns um, the, well, let's just say the attempt to prevent the Delta variant. But there are going to be many, many variants. They're never going to end, and each one is going to require a booster shot. We're heading into some nightmarish situations. You know, I've heard it mentioned, uh, Jan, that, you know, I've, and and we've said it on our programs. We're not against the vac- vaccinations. No. People uh, get that. That's not the issue. But I, right. I'm not for or against. Yeah, I mean, people make up their own mind. Make people their make own up research. their own minds. Right. Right. But right. I, do their I, own research. Yeah, but I've heard it mentioned, and I'd like your comment on this: that perhaps uh, people are being conditioned to submit themselves to a government edict. Uh, in order to, in, right now, is go to a restaurant. But what next? Microsoft announced yesterday that all their employees are going to have to be vaccinated. Uh, they're they're ordering this. They're giving them about eight weeks to do it. All their employees are going to have to be vaccinated. Where? Microsoft. Okay. They announced it yesterday. Is so, Walmart same thing? Uh, I think Wal. I think you're right. So I, I I'm wondering. <laughs> You know, Pastor Robert Jeffress right now on uh, Pathway to Victory here is doing a series on Revelation right now. And this morning I was listening and, and that portion of Revelation that deals with, you know, having the mark in order to buy groceries. 
and, and I say I'm not equating vaccinations yeah. with that. I want to be very clear about that. But I'm wondering if there's the beginning of a conditioning of the minds of uh, to accept government edicts in order to exist in our society. Well, Fred, I think you just said it in a sentence. And by the way, Robert Jeffress is very pro-vaccine. I haven't yes. I haven't heard anybody in Christian leadership quite as pro-vaccine as he is. It's actually, it's upset a number of his church members. And then I think I hear many times a day from people who are struggling because they've gotten word from their corporate headquarters, whatever it be, that yes, by October you have to be. But Going back to the biblical issue, I think you've probably summed it up as well as anybody, and and that would be, I think this is a type of conditioning, but but here's the thing. How did they condition? They conditioned with fear, and when when the government fears, it causes you to be fearful, terribly fearful. Yeah, you don't turn to your right or left without being afraid right now. Uh, You're going to obey whatever they happen to tell you to do. Now... During the tribulation, this is, again, I believe the church is absent, but that's not the point right now. Uh, During the tribulation, um, the Antichrist will come along with a so-called mark that you're going to be forced to take if you happen to be left behind. And um, I think because of fear and conditioning, and are we seeing a foretaste of that now? Mm, Possibly. People are going to cave to this. Yeah, the the way you get people to give up their freedoms, and their and and suspend their constitutional rights, if not get rid of them altogether, is to scare them to death. Yes. Yeah. That works. And uh, the far left in this country, many of the Democrats, not all of them, know that works. And so, how do you? So the more uh, more sinister view of this would be. Some people would say it's an obvious view, but out just for the benefit of the argument here, let me just use the word sinister, is that these people know, these people say, uh, by these people I mean the socialists, the Marxists, people on the far left, uh, many in the Democrat Party, they want to move our country in a direction. So they see this as an opportunity. Let's seize on this COVID situation, use it, Scare people to death, and then we change the uh, right. paradigm uh, in American life, right? And that's what I've heard over and over and over from people, because uh, people, especially who think like we do, and they they will because the other side uh, they'll. I heard Bill Gates yesterday. I, or I didn't hear him. I watched him, you know, on one of the news shows, and he's basically saying, "I don't understand what the deal is with." With a mask, he said, "Why are people so opposed to wearing masks?" I don't, he he says he don't he doesn't understand it. Okay, if and I'll just take him at his word that he doesn't believe like I do that this is taking us down the road of more 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 and more government control. Uh, I would just say to Bill Gates and those who many of them mockingly look at us and go. Look at these yahoos! Won't even wear a mask. You can't. You can't deal with these folks. These hillbillies. These rednecks. These uneducated uh, dummies. Uh, that's that's the way they look at people like us. Even the fact that we're talking like this to them is against science. Okay, but uh, 
the reason, if, if folks on the other side would be willing to at least listen to what we have to say, there is we're not uh, unreasonable here. What we're saying is just what we've been discussing the last few minutes. Uh, this is taking us down the road of people being being willing to surrender their constitutional rights and liberties in the name of whatever the CDC says today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, un, in this case, unelected. Mm-hmm. Or whatever right. the, you know, or whatever the Biden administration says, you know, threatening, threatening uh, uh, travel mandates and, uh, and tra- our, our right to travel. So, and a lot of times, if you look down through the course of our history, even in America, when the government, federal government in, in, in imposes mandates, they never rescind them. They never take them back. That's right. Regulations, uh, all kind of regulations, like well, like Biden did, was shutting down the pipeline. Mm-hmm. You know, all these people out of work and so forth. I mean, I know I'm getting uh, sidetracked a little bit here on this issue, but I'm just saying the federal government <clears throat> has a lust for control and regulating people's lives, and the the bureaucrats in D.C. They see this as an opportunity to uh, shape the country. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Totally agree, Tim. Yeah. Totally agree. You you summed it up in a paragraph there, yeah. and, and I don't think there's much else to say. But <clears throat> and folks need to do their own research, and right. I think if they do their own research, uh, they'll come up with a decision that gives them peace. And that's that's all we're yeah. suggesting folks do. Okay, Jan. Look forward to your show this weekend. Take care. Thank you so much. Goodbye. That's Jan Markell joining us from a uh, smoky Twin Cities. Did you know that I read whether the smoke from the West Coast fires was in Manhattan? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going all the way to the East Coast. Like you were saying, Tim, it's being caught up in the jet stream and is being carried along and causing great problems. You can imagine mm-hmm. if folks have uh, emphysema or something like that living in those areas. Yeah. It's tough. It means in the summertime is one of the greatest times in, in Minnesota. Right. It's right. beautiful up right. there. And right. to be kept indoors because of smoke from the West Coast is really sad. You know what, guys? You know the people on the left, the mainstream media, and and even even some of our fellow Christians, they think we're we're whacked by uh, even even questioning vaccines, yeah. uh, and that and that we believe. And when we talk about the federal government encroaching on our civil liberties and our religious freedoms and our way of life as free Americans, they think that's conspiracy theories, right? That's misinformation. Mm -hmm. Nobody's trying to do that. Mm -hmm. So um, anyway, that's that's what the debate is about because I've heard over and over and over again from people say, this is all about control. Yes. Yes. Uh, And not not a temporary control and then, you know, like, we need to get people out of the house because it's on fire. This is like, you know, no, we need to uh, we need to take over the whole city block and shut it down because COVID might come back here. I'll never forget uh, former President Barack Obama saying, "Never let a crisis go to waste." But that was uh, his uh, top aide. Yes, in Chicago. What was his name? Rahm Emanuel. Rahm Emanuel. Never let a crisis go to waste. Right. Who later became mayor of Chicago? Yes. <clears throat> where they have a lot of crises. Yeah. No kidding. All right, Chris. We got three minutes left. Let's. Uh, yes, we do. Let's. W- do would you this cover? Story. Would you break down the Book of Revelation? Well, <laughs> I will say this. Uh, it, you know, the, a positive of all this situation is that it is a made people mindful of the end times, 
uh, and two, made people talk about it more. But I would personally suggest that you actually get in the Word and figure out what it says and not believe every little thing you see on Facebook. Because that is one problem that I've run into uh, where people can come to me with all kinds of things that I don't see in Scripture, but I'm not a Ph.D. I never went to seminary. So why don't we all band well, together? the Bible does teach uh, that at the end of time, mm-hmm. uh, before G- before Jesus comes back, that you will have to have uh, on earth the what's called the mark of the beast. Seven-year tribulation period. Which will include, uh, you have to have this in order to buy, sell, or trade. Am I, am I right, Fred? That's right, and that's what Robert Jeffress was doing in Pathway to Victory here at American Family Radio this morning. Going through the book of Revelation, <laughs> he dealt with that this morning that they'll have to, the false prophet will demand that people have a mark on their forehead or on their left hand, I believe it is. It could be under your skin. Under your skin, so that you can purchase goods, purchase right. the things that you need for life. Right. So we don't have time to go into that further. <laughs> well, let's but, leave it but, with I mean, this, because I think this will leave everybody with a, a little bit of hope here. Um Goya, the Hispanic-owned company, they made headlines uh, last year. Food company, right? Yes. uh, They were big fans and supporters of President Trump and his policies. But that's not what this clip is about. The head of Goya was on Fox & Friends today. Goya is celebrating their 85th anniversary by donating a ton of food to all kinds of charities. And listen here. The head of Goya says, It's been a tough year for our company and all kinds of businesses. And he credited the Holy Spirit and referenced the Bible on national television this morning on Fox & Friends. Clip 10. We don't we'll know. do it. We'll do it after the break. It was the greatest thing you've never heard on this show, folks. <laughs> we'll, we'll play it in five minutes. Or six I thought minutes. we went until the end of the hour. Six minutes. Uh, no. That's my fault. Chris, you I'll just, see myself out. Chris just introduced the greatest band in the world, who and the, and the curtain wouldn't open. <laughs> huh? <laughs> so. Uh, this will not be why I am not on here tomorrow, folks. Tomorrow is a completely all right, we'll, different we'll, lineup. We'll, 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 I tell you what, Steve Jordahl's coming over, but we'll let you sit in here for at five after the hour, like in <laughs> six minutes. We're going to let you – it's unfair to you, Chris. We're going to let you set that up again. You introduce the greatest clip in the history of radio, and we'll play it, okay? Okay. Okay. All right, we'll be back in a minute. Stay with us, folks. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.